We all know it's essential to keep our business social accounts active and post relevant and engaging content regularly, but maybe you're struggling with ideas. Welcome to my monthly Awareness Dates content ideas to give you inspiration for the month ahead. Hi, you're listening to the Stress-Free Social Media Podcast. I'm Nicole Bromley, Digital Consultant at Copper and Guernsey, and I love helping businesses like yours flourish online and get rid of social media overwhelm. In today's episode of the Stress-Free Social Media Podcast, I'll be sharing with you nine July dates and talking with Mary Carey and Joe Cottell of Guernsey Samaritans on Talk To Us Month and 24-7 Samaritans Awareness Day and how this branch is supporting people. With each Awareness Day, think about how it might be relevant to your business, your clients and the problems that you are solving with your products and services. If you enjoy listening, please subscribe to this podcast. So, let's start with Good Care Month, headed up by the Hertfordshire Care Providers Association to uplift the profile of the social care sector and highlight key opportunities for career prospects and skills development. Social media is a great way to build awareness by highlighting your staff and the great work they're doing. And this initiative is the perfect opportunity for you to appreciate your staff and share their stories and achievements in their career in care. For more information on how to submit your stories and photos and to nominate a staff member to be interviewed about their care career, visit hcpa.info. Next up is Plastic Free Month and International Plastic Bag Free Day on the 3rd of July, a global movement organised by Plastic Free Foundation, encouraging everyone to be part of the solution to plastic pollution, so we can have cleaner streets, oceans and beautiful communities. Will you be taking part in Plastic Free July by choosing to refuse single-use plastics? For more information and to sign up for the challenge, visit plasticfreejuly.org. Next up is Alcohol Awareness Week from the 3rd to the 9th of July, run by Alcohol Change UK. This is a chance to get people thinking about drinking, awareness raising and campaigning for change. This year's theme is Alcohol and Cost. For more information, including fact sheets, personal stories, best practice advice, tips and much more, visit alcoholchange.org.uk. Next up is National Barbecue Week from the 4th to the 10th of July, encouraging restaurants, pubs and homes to fire up the grill, filling the air with the smells and sounds of summer. Why not use this as an opportunity to make the barbecue part of your summer promotions for barbecue equipment, menus, burgers, sausages, wine or ice cold beer? Stress-Free Social Media Podcast is sponsored by Copper, providing collaborative, simple and creative social media solutions to make your business flourish online. For more information, visit www.copper.gg. Next up is World Chocolate Day on the 7th of July, allowing chocolate lovers around the world to indulge in their favourite treat without any guilt. This is a great opportunity to post chocolate-related content, including pictures or videos of chocolate being made, chocolate-themed recipes, or simply posts about why chocolate is so delicious. Next up is Social Media Giving Day on the 15th of July, 
promoting social media as a means to support your favourite charities and causes by donating and raising public awareness about the importance of fundraising. Next up is World Emoji Day on the 17th of July, celebrating emojis and their use to express the sentiment behind messages when they can quite often otherwise be lost. This is particularly important if you sell emoji-themed products including jewellery, clothing, games and food. If you are using emojis today or any day on social media, it's best to keep them accessible, double-check the meaning behind them, use ones that match your brand, don't use them as full stops and don't use them instead of a word. Next up is Talk To Us Month and Samaritans Awareness Day on the 24th of July, raising awareness that Samaritans are here to listen to anyone who's struggling to cope at any time of the day or night. They are encouraging people to get involved by sharing their suggested social media messages alongside the downloadable assets throughout July using the hashtags Samaritans Awareness Day and hashtag Talk To Us to help raise awareness. For more information, visit Samaritans.org. This leads me nicely to our guests today, Mary Kare and Joe Cottell, Joint Directors of Samaritans Guernsey. Welcome, Mary and Joe. Thanks for talking with me today. Firstly, I want to say congratulations, as I believe Samaritans is 70 this year and the Guernsey branch is 60. Um, the Samaritans Chief Executive, Julie Bentley, visited the island earlier this year to mark the celebration. Joe, how did the visit go? Well, we were delighted that uh, Julie was able to come and visit us uh, earlier in, in March. Um, I think it was great because it gave us an opportunity to get together as a branch, um, had a, you know, a, f a few drinks and, and something to eat, but also really to meet somebody who's really at the heart of the organisation um, you know, in the UK. Uh, and we were able to sort of talk to her about some of the challenges that we have, but also I think be reassured that some of the challenges that we have are actually being shared around the network. Um, but it was also great because... When you're in Guernsey, it can feel that we're a bit cut off from, from everybody else. So, you know, she was really, really involved and very interested to meet the volunteers and to hear what we did here. Uh, we also used her for some publicity, of course. So we had, um, you know, some nice uh, stories in, in the media. Uh, and also we connected with uh, the Talking Benches ladies that you may have heard of locally as well. We had a, we had a great chat with them and we were able to sort of compare notes and, uh, and connect in. So, uh, yeah, it was a good trip. Oh, that sounds amazing. Has she been here before? No, new. She's quite a new uh, chief exec, so it was her first visit, but um, in normal Guernsey fashion, the sun came out, and uh, I think she enjoyed a, a few cliff walks and, and what have you while she was here, so it was nice to see oh, her. That's good for mental health as well, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, Mary, are you doing anything else this year to celebrate your anniversary? Well, I've just put out a save to date to the rest of our volunteers for a uh, get-together in September uh, to be confirmed. But it's going to be a sort of, you know, we're trying to make it a, a good day and night to really celebrate the 60 years that we've uh, been in Guernsey. Um, and I think that, you know, we have volunteers who have been around for many, many decades. So they've seen the 30th, the 40th, the 50th. So it's lovely that some of them can see the, the 60th as well. So big plans and um, if I get my way, a big party. 
sounds great and a nice reward for those volunteers for their time absolutely you know um we we're not a secret society but we don't shout what we do from the rooftops either so as volunteers there's a bit of humility in being a samaritans uh being a samaritan so it is nice to be able to say you know for 60 years that we've been here in guernsey supporting people and do the volunteers um because obviously i don't know how much they interact with each other because it's quite a private uh, thing that they do. do do they know who the other volunteers oh, are absolutely or? yeah so we have branch meetings we have get-togethers um and yeah we do there's 35 of us so we do know each other but when you're on shift you're on shift with two people so you might see the two people coming in after you you might see the two people before you um, um so branch meetings and get-togethers are really really important Okay, thank you. So um, just to explain what Samaritan's Guernsey does, because some people might not know, uh, Samaritan's Guernsey provides 24-7 emotional support by telephone and in writing. Mary, can you tell me a little bit more about what Samaritan's does? So Samaritan's is a national uh, charity across the UK and Ireland. There are 200 branches um, across those regions with 23,000 volunteers. So in the last year, in 2020, Samaritan's uh, spent almost one million hours responding to to people who were looking for emotional support and help. That's uh, one every 10 seconds. So there's a lot of people out there using Samaritan's as a means of gaining emotional support Um, and there's a lot of people out there who don't know what we do so it's really really important that we're able to spread the message um, about what Samaritans can do and what can help how it can help people. What type of calls do you get? We get calls from all types of people all walks of life Um, there is no there's no barriers to who comes in as Mm -hmm. a caller um, you do not have to be suicidal during the Samaritans. That's a really important thing that we want to get out there. We want to get to people before they get to that stage. Um, lo- lately, I suppose, we deal with a lot of loneliness, isolation, post-COVID, a lot of um, changes to people's lives and circumstances. Financial worries, a really big part of it. Mental health issues, uh, bereavement, the list goes on and on and on. But it's how that affects people, isn't it? Mm. So um, financial worries might affect you in one way, but have devastating effect on another person's uh, mental health. So for us, it's about we can't we can't solve these problems for people. Um, all we can do is sort of help them to sort through them, prioritise some things, and maybe hopefully have a clearer vision of a way forward after talking to us. And it's really interesting that you said that you don't just have to be suicidal to phone you because I think maybe some people think that's where they have to be to absolutely pick up the phone or email you but you said before Joe that you wanted to make sure that people knew that they could contact you before that stage even if they're just feeling a little bit unsure or worried um, you don't have to be at that point really. absolutely we'd much prefer that people phone when maybe you know you, you've had a bust up at work or you're having a bad day or you're beginning to feel perhaps a bit low because the whole point of what Samaritans does is around listening and non-judgmental listening we're not advice giving we're not trying to f- fix stuff for you but we're giving you a safe place where you can actually talk about your feelings share stuff maybe get different perspectives on things 
and sometimes by that sort of early intervention can give you opportunities to actually perhaps change things or look at things with fresh eyes so um, if you if you do think about the stats I think it's two in seven of our callers might be thinking about taking their own lives but actually that leaves five who are not mm. and going through all the day-to-day stuff that we're all going through. And um, what type of training do the volunteers undertake before they are in that position where they ha- have to take those calls? Okay, um, I'll take that one if that's okay. Yes. Um, so it's really quite in, in intensive training and very well regarded and we know a lot of people um, in other walks of life, caring professions and so on, will actually uh, find the Samaritans training is is great training to have. Uh, it's a mix of face-to-face training and now some very, very good digital resources as well. Uh, t- there's about six uh, sort of weekly sessions face-to-face with two of our trainers, uh, learning all about how to how to listen, uh, really, how to not be judgmental, how to develop empathy, all those sorts of um, things as well. So, yeah, six weeks where you're actually, um, if you like, in the classroom, you know, for two or three hours with supportive people, other volunteers. We do lots of case study work and really practice uh, the skills that you'll need. But then when you've gone through the training, that face-to-face and also the digital stuff, you then actually are given a mentor and that mentor sits with you, will listen in on calls as you take them, help you, advise you and so on and so forth until you're ready really to sort of fly on your own effectively. Uh, And so there's always somebody there next to you. And each shift, as as Mary said, um, two people work on a shift together, but there's also a leader so that even when you're um, through training and you're actually um, you know, an experienced volunteer, at each shift there's somebody that you can offload to, which is really important, but also to ask for any help and guidance that you might need. That sounds really valuable. Mary, can you tell me a bit about the important work that the charity does for our island and its community? I think it's important to note that it's not just currency, that we are a national uh, charity. So we get calls from all over the UK. Um, And if a Guernsey person rings 116123, they won't necessarily get through to Guernsey as a branch. But locally, we do support a lot of people. um, And we try to get out and about as best we can. We sort of link up with other charities. And there'll always be somebody on the Mind uh, Walk for Hope from Guernsey Samaritans. But what we mainly do from an outreach perspective is we work at the local prison. So there is a group of prisoners who are trained to the same high standard as Guernsey Samaritans are um, to provide emotional support to their peers in prison. Um, It's something that I'm very passionate about, actually, because prison is a a life leveller, isn't it? You have people in there, white collar crime, all sorts of things. And for somebody, they may not want to talk about how they're feeling because it makes them vulnerable in prison. So the listener scheme um, is a gang of prisoners who are trained to support uh, their fellow prisoners. It's confidential service. They do an absolutely cracking job. Um, I can hand on heart say that they have saved lives in our local prison and it's something that we're very proud of them about. Um, it gives as well, it's a, the communication skills that people can learn from training as a Samaritan or a listener. Um, it can be life-changing for some people to be able to look somebody in the eye and have a conversation with them about how somebody else is feeling. It's a really powerful place to be. Um, so that's a lot of what we do locally from an outreach perspective. We would love to have more volunteers to be able to get into schools, to be able to do at Seafront Sundays, Sark Fest, you know, all of these type of things would be great. But with uh, 35 volunteers, it's not always 
a manageable thing. Yeah, no, I can appreciate that. I mean, you, as you said, you've got currently 35 volunteers, but I believe you're always looking to for new recruits to train as either listening volunteers or in support roles like doing admin, fundraising, as you said, publicity or IT. Um, can you tell me a bit more about what these roles involve and how someone interested can get in touch, Mary? So running a charity is not an easy thing, hence the reason there's two co-directors for uh, for Guernsey Samaritan. It's a, it's a tough job. Um, and obviously you have to look after your volunteers and you have to, to be mindful of keeping people safe in our building and all of that. So we have admin support, organising branch meetings, organising the AGM. We have somebody that looks at the emails and makes sure that they get answered, that insurance gets sorted, all of those type of things. So that's the admin aspect of things IT support everything we have a computer system that we love to hate <laughs> um, uh, so it would be people you know people to come in and you know the, the classic IT turn it on and off again um, but so IT support is, is something that's always needed okay. finance um, but mm. also just things like I spent yesterday going through sort of building stuff fire risk assessments water risk assessments it's not my bag um, so you know it could be someone else's could be potentially somebody else's okay. and you know there's a lot of um, there's a lot of co- companies and corporations in Guernsey who have time and, and um, have a corporate social responsibility fund that helps with stuff like that so we need to tap into it so if there is anybody listening who could do a fire risk assessment I'd be very happy <laughs> excellent um, so if they are interested I've got the recruitment email address if I mention that guernsey.branchrecruitment at samaritans.org um, is that the best way they can get in touch with you if they're you know, interested in Yeah, or a general email and somebody will pick it up as well. And the general email is guernsey at samaritans.org. Perhaps I can just also add that if people are just interested, particularly in being a listening volunteer, that the, the national website address, which is samaritans.org has got a brilliant lot of resources on what's it like to be a Samaritan and I would always recommend that people go and look at that first and then you can actually follow through there's a sort of step process that if you are then interested in volunteering specifically to Guernsey it will take you through step by step but it's a great great place to start. Okay that's important um, to get that message across so thank you. Um, Right so Joe, how is Samaritans Guernsey getting involved with Talk To Us Month and Samaritans Awareness Day on the 24th of July? Okay, um, I suppose it's fair to say that we're trying to up our um, profile with publicity anyway so it's an opportunity for us to talk a little bit more about our um, what we do and what Samaritans does generally. Um, I think there'd be a big push you know, with um, trying to get more recruits in because the more recruits we have the more hours we can open, the more pro- help that we can provide really so I suspect there will be a bit more of a social media push um, particularly but actually focused on actually trying to recruit staff but also encouraging people just to phone when they need, when they need help and support. Um, we were talking um, just before um, we came on online here about the Samaritan self-help app which is a wonderful um, piece of IT which means it can actually get help you know in your pocket you know in in your phone really again downloadable from the um, Samaritan's main website can really help people who maybe are going through a tough time lots of hints and tips and support you can put um, you know there's mood journals there's mindfulness techniques there's opportunities to put safety plans in who to contact when you're feeling vulnerable all those sorts of things really helpful for people who are going through a tough time um, and also other people 
people um, who may be supporting others who are going through a tough time as well. So it's a good opportunity for us to sort of remind everybody that there's quite a lot of resources available, um, as well as our emergency number, obviously. Okay. Um, can you tell me a bit more about Friends of the Samaritans and the, how they support the charity? So the Friends are our sort of uh, fundraising arm of uh, the charity. Without them, we would, you know, be in a bit of a pickle sometimes. Uh, we have a bookshop in the Commercial Arcade, uh, mostly books, and we share some of the uh, the profits we share with other charities, but we do get some money in uh, that way. The Friends also would be at the um, the Governor's Garden Party. There's a Teddy Tombolo, our downstairs room is stuffed with stuffed toys um, and uh, we're always recruiting to the friends so if you are you know interested just drop us an email um, some of the friends are current uh, volunteers or past volunteers they help out in the shop but it's a great little charity so if anybody is interested so that drop us role is quite different to the volunteer role absolutely isn't it? yeah it's okay. that sort of it's the fundraising arm yeah. um, and like every charity um, they've suffered from covid um, you know, low numbers. So if anybody is interested, please give us a shout. And what kind of time commitment would they need for that? Time commitment is varied, isn't it? You know, it depends. You know, people can give as much or as little as they want. Um, you know, we want to bust the myth that you have to be retired to work, uh, to do charity work. It's flexibility um, and anything, anything at all. People um, will be able to, to help out if it's an hour or if it's 10 hours. Um, talking about time commitment, um, the volunteer side of things, is is that quite a time commitment or again can it be flexible depending on the individual? Um, generally we, we we like a certain commitment from, from people, it's helpful you know, to know so that we can plan when, when we need to be open and so on. Uh, we would normally ask people to give perhaps one, to do one shift a week. So a shift is, you know, between sort of two and three hours sort of as a minimum commitment. But some people can't do that. They, but if they say, you know, you know what, I can come in, I can do a shift every two weeks or I can do a couple over a month. You know, that's great. We want to be really, really flexible. Um, but, you know, the more people can do, the better. But it's not something that's hours and hours each week. You know, it might be just an evening, for example. Um, you know or sometime during the day okay so if people want to get a hold of you we've mentioned the email addresses and uh, but uh, there is a helpline uh, 116123 and that's the national helpline that's the national free phone helpline okay yeah. and that's confidential absolutely so um i think the confidentiality is a really important thing to get across you know you don't have to tell us where you live you don't have to tell us your name you don't have to tell us anything you can just talk to us about how you're feeling um, and it's so important to know that you know we are there to make sure that people are okay um, and we do have our safeguarding policies and all of that but the majority of the time it we are a fully confidential service um, and people shouldn't be afraid to pick up the phone and ring us if they're worried about confidentiality if they're worried about things getting out to social workers these are the type of things we hear it's a really important message uh, we have no way of tracing your call um, and it's a it's a confidential service um, and it's important to know that okay thank you um, so to just round up our chat um, there is a Twitter account that people can follow which you update um, the handle is GSY Sams S-A-M-S um, and also if anyone locally wishes to find out more you can visit samaritans.org forward slash branches forward slash 
Guernsey. Thank you very much, Joe and Mary, for talking with me today and sharing the important work that you do here on Guernsey and obviously for um, beyond. Um, thank you very much for your time. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Nicole. That's nearly it, but I've just got one more Awareness Day to finish with. World Friendship Day on the 30th of July, promoting the idea of sharing the human spirit through friendship. This topic has massive leverage from using the day to promote friendship accessories, buy one get one free for your friend, staying healthy with friends, adventure experiences with friends, to sharing with friends. But remember to keep the theme of your posts on brand in tone. And that's it for July content ideas. Thanks so much for listening. If you post content having listened to this, let us know in the comments and keep an eye out for our August awareness dates next month. Happy post creating. <laughs>